Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Catlin. And welcome to the The How How to to Love Me podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode, guys. Welcome to another episode of How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health and relationships. Specifically our relationship. And today I'm coming from a calmer, more mature place, I believe. Your voice sounds so velvety right now. It is, because the day of recording, I am a year older. Mm-hmm. Well, technically a day older than yesterday, but yeah. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. A whole 34. Mm-hmm. The big old 3-4. Yep, 3-4. Yeah. It's just another. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of just waiting for 40. <laughs> right? Like, I'm stoked to be 30. Don't get me, like, in 34. Like, I'm stoked for it. I'm at the point in my life where I actually look forward to getting older. Because I feel like life will be easier when I'm older. You, you know what so? I mean? Yeah. You get more experience. You get more security. It just everything's just a little simpler when you're older, in my opinion. Oh, hopefully. That's kind of, you know. I mean, that that's outside looking in, obviously. It, it seems to be a little less stress when we're at that point, right? That's At least that's what I think. We'll see. But I mean, obviously, it's been a big change. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of, everything about us has changed. We're living in a new town. And you know what? You want to know what? You want to know what? So there was, me and Kelly were talking, um, and one of the things that we did this weekend is we went out ice fishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was my first time ever out ice fishing. Yeah, so it was also um, minus 36 degrees Celsius without the wind chill the morning Mm -hmm. that we went. Yep. Um, And if anyone wanted to know what that is in Fahrenheit, basically at minus 40, we all match up. Yeah, so long story short, it's hella cold, guys. Hella cold. Hella cold. Yeah, um, but it was great because we had the hut. It was nice and toasty. Mm-hmm. But we when, had the nice hut. We had a nice little heater inside of it. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, but one thing. We're taking thing, layers off. Yeah, exactly. But there's one thing that Kelly told me that day that really kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Because we were sitting out there. You were sitting in the chair and there was nothing going on. We didn't catch any fish that day. We saw some on the camera, but we didn't actually catch anything. But... Kelly looked at me and she goes, you know what? I have zero anxiety right now. Yeah. Not a single ounce of anxiety in my entire body. No, I'm that not, hasn't yeah. happened in so long. Now, I'm not saying that that's uh, all due to fishing, but fishing is one of the, in my opinion, one of the best things you can do. It, it's great. It keeps your mind busy. But at the same time, it doesn't give you anything. When you're out on the lake, it's not like you're sitting on the couch watching TV, looking at your house going... I got to clean up this house. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's what I do day in and day out. (laughs) Once I drill the holes and we're sitting in our chairs, Mm -hmm. we literally have nothing to do until a fish comes on. Yeah, basically. It's great. Yeah. And it was just so calming. And simple. So, so calming and just simple. Yeah. Just sitting out there, sitting in our chairs, just waiting for a fish to bite. It was great. So on that subject, I was curious about something because one thing that I hated, and I will openly admit this hated about the city was the lack of privacy and the fact that there was so many people everywhere Mm -hmm. that in my opinion killed me that that was i think the worst part of my anxiety is that i knew that there was always somebody watching me and there was always somebody close and there's hundreds of eyes not just a couple hundreds hundreds well and especially just being in the area that we were in we had like standing out on our back deck 
Jesus. Back Standing dock. out on our back deck, you could see into other people's houses, into their backyards. Everybody could see what was going on in our house, in our backyards. Yep. So it's basically, like, it's, just, it's crazy. You got to keep your blinds closed at all times because you never know who's looking in your house. Yeah, Because it could be any of your freaking neighbors. Yeah, seriously. We had how many sets of neighbors whose yards we could just stare into if we wanted. Right? So yeah. we went and researched something. Because I was really curious about this. Because one thing that I have learned in my kind of whole life of mental health and all this is anxiety here, I don't have a problem with it. I feel like I have it in check. I have it under control. But when I lived in the city, I had zero control of my anxiety. Even today, I still have a little issue with it. But very minimal in comparison to what it was in the city. Well, because in the city, it was just, honestly, it more or less felt constant. Right? Like you would basically get like a brief break and be anxiety free for like a few hours. But other than that, you could always still kind of feel it. Yeah. And like, I don't know what the population of Sherwood Park is. I'm pretty sure it's, I want to say it's around the 100K mark. I have no idea. Me neither. I couldn't tell you. But Cold Lake is more like 12,000. I think it's still more than that. But what for? Yeah. You know what? You want to know what? You want to know what? We have the internet. Yep. Why are we asking these questions when we, <laughs> we can just... We have the ability. Population. Oh my God. You're the slowest typer. Well, because I'm using one hand. Yeah, but why? Your other one's just sitting there looking all pretty. Okay, so population of Sherwood Park where we were living. 71,000. 71,000 people there. Excluding the rural areas yeah which that's st- yeah but that's still quite a there's still quite a bit of rural areas that were surrounding us too sure so that's just in sherwood park itself sure so let's just say for shits and gigs let's just round up to 30 yeah thirty thousand. sure but anyway there's a lot of fucking people there mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of people here we still live like it's still a simple town it's still a simple life but we don't have people like crawling all over us mm-hmm. basically there's not like eyes everywhere yeah exactly so what did you like for somebody like you lived in spruce grove then you lived in the city mm-hmm. and then you lived in sherwood park and now yeah. you live here yeah so what my cure what i'm curious to is population density and that what what do you feel how do you feel that that affects you well, now knowing that we have way less people surrounding us, I have noticed a huge, huge dip in my anxiety levels. Like okay. I'm not nearly as anxious as I was being in the city. And I mean, the majority of that is probably because there was so many eyes on us at all times. And I mean, I guess being in a bigger city, yeah, you can kind of stay anonymous or whatever, but there's always going to be that chance that you're going to run into someone. Yeah. Right? Whereas here, we're a little bit of a smaller town. Yeah, there's still, you know, a decent amount of people. But we also still get that privacy. We don't have neighbors staring in at us at all different hours. We don't have, you know, people walking their dogs across our sidewalk or something every five minutes like it felt like we did in Sherwood Park. True. And there was always everybody out in front of our house, behind our house. Like, And considering that we were in a subdivision, that street was still quite busy. Very busy. Very busy. And I mean, we barely see any traffic on our street now. So like... I've just, I've been so much calmer and a lot more level-headed, I feel, since we moved. Oh, totally. Which, considering that, you know, I'm further away from my family, you'd think that it would kind of be the opposite. You'd think that I would be a little bit more, like, homesick or something like that, but honestly, not really, which is crazy to me. Right? 
Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like when we were out on the lake, there was nobody around us, just Matt oh. right beside us, mm-hmm. but he was in his own hut and we were just out there fishing and it was just the silence. So when I lived in Cold Lake before, that's when I was a skeptic about mental health and anxiety mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Um, obviously, I went through my progress and I've, I've learned that anxiety is a real thing, but it really didn't affect me hard until I lived in the city. And it's taken me now to realize that. Yeah, which, which is crazy. I mean, that's crazy, guys. Like the fact that I've spent my entire life, I'm 34 today, and I will only just realize the correlation between population density and my anxiety because mm-hmm. it's a thing. Yeah, seriously, the more people that are surrounding us, the more eyes that are on us, the more uncomfortable I become. 100%. And I'm the same way. I don't know if it's because of my anxiety or because of like their energy levels and I can feel like the vibrations. I don't know what it is, but something about being a little bit more secluded just brings me right back down to earth. Well, here's my view on things. And I think as humans, we can pick up on people, like we can pick up on each other's energy. Mm -hmm. And I think as humans, that's something we can do. Animals can do it. I mean, our dogs can figure it out better than we can most of the time. But I think if you put 100 people in a giant field, everyone's going to be pretty happy. Mm -hmm. You shove 100 people into a small room, everyone's going to be anxious. And I think it's going to be everybody because I honestly believe it's infectious. Okay. I feel that in relation, so let's just talk about energy as as itself, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're one AA battery. Okay. You you give out some current. That's mm-hmm. great and everything. Sure. Now, you shove 100 batteries in there. That's 100 times the power. Yeah. So I feel like the city, that vibration that you feel, that energy that's coursing through the ground i feel that's everybody's energy and because you're so dense into it it's just amplified yeah i mean honestly that kind of makes perfect sense right yep so when you're by yourself or you've got that time where you you're not surrounded by a bunch of people you can actually focus on your own energy because you're not picking up everybody else's exactly yeah it's a lot easier to be able to figure out what is actually going on with you and what's your anxiety versus someone else's anxiety when you don't have nearly as many people around you. Oh, totally. So that's what kind of, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm a fucking genius and I figured this all out on my own, but I kind of did. Mind (laughs) you, now I Googled it and it turns out we are on the fucking money. Yeah, so we actually looked up a few different articles here. So we are looking at one right now. This one was from August of 2020, which, you know, obviously with COVID and everything, anxiety and stress, I mean, that was a big thing. Mm -hmm. And especially seeing that you're kind of locked in because you're under quarantine. Oh, exactly. Mental health is has become huge, especially because of COVID. But so basically this one is a study that's trying to enrich the comprehension of the effect of living density on anxiety and stress among adults. So this study took a sample of almost 2000 Hong Kong adults and they were interviewed in a cross-sectional population study between 2014 and 2015. So that's over a year, which is good. Yeah. Descriptive statistics and logistic reasons. No. Regressions. Regressions. Okay. So I'm at a weird angle here. First off, I'm not the best reader on the best day. Okay. Hang on. Let's backtrack a little bit. Thank you. Perfect. Um, We actually have discussed this a little bit. We feel like you're actually a little bit dyslexic. Yeah. 
So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do the reading. I'm just going to take that off your plate. Okay? I would appreciate that. Okay. So descriptive statistics and logistic regressions were used to investigate the association between housing variables and mental health indicators, namely anxiety and stress. A lot of big words in here, but basically what they get down to is if you were living in a high density area and living in a medium density area, your anxiety would be way less. Your anxiety and stress was way less in the studies that from a medium versus a large. Yes. And that's medium to large, guys. That's not large to small. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So imagine what it would be like going from a large population to a small population, how how the anxiety and how the stress levels would completely change. See, and the funny part about this is one of the things that you said was, you know, being in the city, you might run into people, you know, I'll be honest, the chances of running into somebody I know in the city are slim to none. Mm -hmm. The chances of running into somebody I know in this town are 100%. Oh, definitely. I mean, the day that we moved in, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like you already had a relationship with our neighbor. That's crazy. Yep. Um, Right? Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess you kind of came up with this analogy the other day, how when you're on vacation, you go into that vacation mode. True. And you kind of react a little bit differently to current or to situations because you're not worried about seeing any of those people that you're on vacation with ever again. Right. That may happen to be at the same resort as you. Yeah. So think about it like this, guys. Yeah. You're on vacation. You don't give a shit what other people think of you. You Mm -hmm. don't. Because you're just out there. You're not worried about how everybody else feels. You're just there to be on vacation. Exactly. You're just there to go and live your best life. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And you're not locked in. You're meant to just either bum around. See, and this is, the I think, my favorite part of vacation. You go on a hot vacation. You go to a resort. Mm-hmm. You get fed. You get drinks brought to you. I mean, it's the dream. Yeah. And that's you what know dreams what? are made of. You're expected to relax and drink. So that's why you don't have anxiety about relaxing and drinking exactly but when you're at home and you're used to doing chores all the time mm-hmm. that's where it kills you yeah a little bit however i will say that now that we are further away i do st- well further away from the city i do find that i have a little a little bit more of that kind of like vacation mindset yeah. to me and that could also be because i'm moving to a small town where i basically only know your family true so that could also kind of play a part in it right now but I don't know. I've definitely been a little bit more like vacation vibes. Totally. Totally. And yeah, that's what it's about. Like, I mean, a big part of finding your own self and kind of relaxing yourself is, you know, taking that time for you. And if you are in a position where you don't feel like you can take that time, Mm -hmm. well, it's kind of shitty. Oh, exactly. Right? Like, you've got to be able to take that time for yourself. And if you can't, if you feel like, you know, everyone's watching, like for me... I'm the type of person where I want everyone to see me in my best light. Yep. So in a place in the city where there's thousands of sets of eyes on you at all times, everyone's got a phone on you or on them. Like I could literally fall into a puddle, trip, fall, smash my head, and I could be viral the next day. Frick, you could be viral in two hours with how fast the internet is. Right? How so fast the internet is. How fast the internet oh is. All of the megabytes per second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, that's where I find, like, that's where the city makes me anxious. Because I feel like there's a thousand people judging me. Mm-hmm. Even though that they're not. They could give two shits about me. And that's the thing, guys. When it comes to anxiety and stuff like this, for me, I know. I know for a fact People, everybody else could give two shits about me. They really don't. They don't care. 
I'm just a person. I'm, they're not really, I'm not affecting their day, but in my head, well, they're judging you, me. Exactly. Hello, anxiety. Yep. Well, you know, when you just said that you feel like in the city, like everybody's eyes are on you and you kind of have to show up as your best self. I feel like when you're, and this kind of goes for both of us, when we're both in the city, I feel like that's kind of when our perfectionist tendencies kind of peek out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Because like here, I mean, I've more or less been bumming around in sweats and stuff for like the last two weeks. And like, yeah, I mean, if I go run out to the store, I'll throw on a pair of jeans or something and I'll make myself half presentable. But like, I find that I don't care quite as much about my appearance being in a smaller town. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't. I mean, that's the best part is like, I want you to be relaxed. I want you to be comfortable. And yeah, if that means sweatpants and messy hair, then that's what that means. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it's important. It's what's important. Oh, you're a lucky guy. Sweatpants, messy hair. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So we did look at a couple more articles. This one is a little bit older. It was actually put out, I believe, in... Published June 6, 2017. 2017. Yeah, so this one is Effects of Population Density and Information Overload on Anxiety and Crowding. Yeah. 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 Um, was there a specific section of this one that you wanted to kind of go over? Not necessarily. I mean, the biggest thing is they took 67 male and female university students, and this is what they used as their test study, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were exposed to high and low population densities, and then they kind of cross-referenced that to how it affected their anxiety and stress levels. Yeah, exactly. And there is a lot, I mean, it's endless, like... Everything that I was saying about, you know, and I don't want to be super egotistical, but everything I said about population density affecting our anxiety is a real fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Well, and it says right here, like the density main effects um, indicated a significant relation between density and perceived crowding for both male and female. But information overload um, failed to significantly affect the perception of crowding. Okay, so information overload doesn't necessarily have, from what this study says, have an effect on it, but population density definitely does. Right. So you could be in a crowd and that might not affect you, but being in a dense population, you might have a higher risk of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I grew up in this town and I didn't have a whole lot of anxiety. Like... My life was pretty simple. I mean, honestly, my anxiety that I have now in this town is literally based off my own random bullshit. Like, I actually have no reason to be anxious in this town, but I have anxious just because, like, I have a little bit of anxiety because of certain situations, and mm-hmm. I'm not even going to bring them up because they're not even relevant to the podcast, in my opinion. Yeah. They're just me personally, and I know, like, through my own self-progression that these are things that really aren't a problem. And I'm just kind of blowing things out of proportion. No, honestly, you're just, you're getting up in your head about it mm-hmm. and you're, you're winding yourself up. Oh, totally. Totally. I stress out about running into, you know, well, I mean, just to make it as an example, I get nervous about running into my ex, yep. her family, things like that. Like, you know, people who might not see me in the best light, but not that that's actually a concern because I know we're all, we're all okay, mm-hmm. but I still have that random anxiety in my head because I'm that person. But that's well, it. Well, but that's the thing, though. I feel like that's also because you you always want to be the best version of yourself for yeah. every possible person. So if you 
for some sort of reason, if someone sees you in a light that may not be best for you, you're obviously going to be super self-conscious of that. And you're going to want to kind of rectify that situation. Basically, you're going to want to make it better. Yeah. And the whether hardest, you can or not. Yeah. And the hardest part in this situation is they're going to feel the way they feel and they're justified in however they want to feel. Exactly. That's it. So I have no, no say in it. And it's just, it is know, what it is. It is what it, it is. It's, it sucks. Yeah. But at some point we just got to get past it. Yeah, it, It's not like, I'll, I'll be honest, guys, it's never been a problem. Hasn't been a problem yet. But, you know, there's always that possibility it could be a problem down what the if? road. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's just that's just it there in a nutshell. That's the only anxiety I have here because like everything else, like financial stress. Guess what? We still have it. But guess what? It's pretty minimal here. Like, yeah, well, I mean, honestly, we're already saving a butt ton of money by moving here. Yeah, by not living in the city. But, yep. you know, take that out of it. If we were making the same money, the same everything, everything equaled out the same, I would stress way less financially being down here. Well, and also because anything that we want to be able to do, like extracurricular hobby wise, is more or less free. Yeah, as long as we have our fishing licenses. We're good. Yeah. More or less. Yeah, because like, I'll be honest, guys, like we have, yes, we live in a place called Cold Lake, but there's like 20, 30 lakes all within a half an hour drive. Yeah. I told Kelly we could go fishing every weekend for the rest of this winter and we could go to a different lake every weekend. Yeah, I'm down for it. When are we going to go? Let's do it. I know. Let's go right now. Let's go right now. Oh, we're recording a podcast. JK, it's also almost two o'clock. Yeah. So what did I learn about this? What does this information bring to you? What Can you, the consumer, enjoy from this information? What's the takeaway from this, honey? Well, go on fucking vacation. (laughs) That's what it is. I mean, honestly, if there's anything that I've learned about all this, it's population density, it's it's about taking that break from anxiety. If you are a highly anxious person, and I mean, COVID, obviously, like we've all been locked in, we've all been wearing masks, we've all been, you know what I mean? Like we've all been, unfortunately, not pushed into the same space. Even though we're still in crowds, we're social distance crowds, it's mm-hmm. still the same anxiety. Well, that's the thing, too. It's also like an extra level of anxiety on top of the anxiety that mm-hmm. we are already feeling. Totally. So what did I learn from this? Take fucking vacations. Take a break. When we went out, like, and here was the other thing that I kind of learned from this weekend. We were out on the lake and you had zero anxiety. You had zero stress. You did not think about a, think about a single thing that you had to get done that day. No, I didn't, which Why? is kind of a huge deal for me. Because we got away from the house. We got away from the place that you're always working on. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for those people that are working from home now too. You have work from home. You have chores at home. You've got your family life at home. Everything's at home. But if you leave that, those little things you always have to do to get left behind as well. Mm-hmm. And when you're out on the lake and the only thing you got to worry about is not breaking through the 21 inches of ice out there, which isn't a concern at all. Yeah, exactly. Then you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. So what did I learn? Go out and take a walk. Get away. Yeah. Well, and that's I think my biggest takeaway from this whole thing, too, is just spend more time outside, spend more time in nature, because honestly, I find nature and just peace and quiet and serenity is just what brings me the most peace and brings me the most calm Mm -hmm. like we were sitting on the lake and it cracked because it was minus 36 i don't know if anybody know a lot of people know this but when it's that fucking cold ice cracks doesn't matter if it's two feet thick or not that bitch gonna crack and it's fucking loud yeah you know what the fact that the you want to know what it was my first time out ice fishing 
I had never been on a lake that had cracked nearly quite as much as this one did. I didn't really know what to expect. And I still had zero anxiety that entire day. All we could hear was just like the thump thump of the ice cracking. And at some point, I actually just started tuning it out. Mm -hmm. Because like I just got so comfortable and just so kind of zen, I guess, that I just blocked it out completely. It was awesome. Yeah. You can't do that in the city. No, exactly. Now, if you live in the city, what does that mean you can do? Well, you know what? Ice fishing might not be up your alley. And you might not even like it. And that's fine. But there's tons of other things, guys. Exactly. There's tons of other things. Even just go for a walk outside. Yeah, it's free to do. Oh, do some meditation. Read a book. Have a bath. Journal. There are tons of other things that you can do that are going to be great to help calm your anxiety. It's just you got to find what works best for you. And for us, being out in nature and being in a lower density population has made a huge impact for us. Huge impact, guys. Like the move was stressful. Like think about it like this. We moved 300 kilometers away, three hour drive, three hour drive away. Um, We did this all in two weeks. We had to find a place. We had to move, switch all the utilities, blah, 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 all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And we got it all done. Yeah. In two weeks, guys, we had to pack up and move an entire house in two weeks and get everything set up in our new place. And we're not even unpacked yet. No, we're not even fully unpacked. Mind you. Yeah. We've only been here for a couple of weeks, but still. Yeah. But we've also been busy on the weekend. You know, like things have been busy, but we're still so calm. Exactly. So calm. Yeah. Well, and imagine, okay, picture this. Picturing. We are still in Sherwood Park. Okay. We are moving to a different house in Sherwood Park. Okay. Or a different house in Edmonton. We still only have that two-week span. Got you. How do you think our anxiety levels would have been? Do you think we would have had a argument or multiple arguments? Do you think we would have actually had a screaming match at each other? Hmm. You know what? I'm going to say no. You know what? Because, yeah, now the move itself was stressful because we were moving three hours away. It's if we were still moving in the city to do a quick one hour round trip from the house to the house wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But we still only had two weeks to do it. Yeah, it still would have been just as stressful. I think it wouldn't have really changed. Honestly, the move itself, I think because of where we're at, it was calmer afterwards. Like the second, you know, just as well as I do, the second we left the house, whether it was was to do the first load here or the final load here. Mm-hmm. The second we left the city, like we were stressed all the way up. So I'll paint you a picture. Picture this. I'm picturing. Okay. We're at the house. We're cleaning it up for the last time. We've been there for five fucking hours it and we're an, not even done. Guys, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. That's what nightmares we are We were made of. stressed out, stressed out, just so fucking stressed because we couldn't fit everything. We were trying to figure everything out. We wanted to leave the house in the best condition we possibly could. Guys, Catelyn had to call one of his friends to come pick up a load of garbage for us to go and dump. Because I didn't us. have room. We didn't have room. There was no room in the trailer. The truck was already packed up. We had nowhere else that we could put it and we needed to do something with it. So thanks, Lucy. Yeah, you PS. are the freaking best. Love you, Lucy. Lifesaver. Seriously. She saved our life that night. And yeah, like we still had to leave a couple things for your parents to go pick up. Mm-hmm. But the second we left the city limits, we didn't give a fuck. No, we were so much calmer just the second that we were even slightly out of the city. The yeah. second that it was in the rear view, we... Felt like we could breathe. It was pitch black out. Mm-hmm. It was cold. Yep, driving, we were driving in, the dark. in the night in the truck with the trailer, fully loaded. Mm-hmm. And I had zero cares in the world. Nope. No, it was wonderful. Yep. You know, I still think that 
if we were if we were still in the city, I do still think that we would have been at each other a little bit more than we were. Yeah. Throughout the move. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, it would have been easier with it only being, say, you know, an hour or something round trip. But still, just being in the city mm-hmm. is what gives us anxiety. See, logistics, logistically, it would have been easier to move in the city. But I still think that our stress and anxiety levels would have freaking skyrocketed. Probably. I don't think. Well, here's the thing. We're more settled now than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. We're more comfortable now than we've ever been. Yeah. You know, we were even in our little honeymoon phase when we first started getting together. We're still more calm down here. Way more calm down here. Right. Yeah. And we're, we're not even doing that much. Like, yes, Saturday was the coldest day of the year, mm-hmm. of the winter, of the season. Okay. Yes. And of the and- year. Yeah, end End of of the the year, year. you're not wrong. Exactly, I'm definitely not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. And we left the house. We were out all day. It was great. Yeah, who else can say that in, you know, minus 35 that they actually left the house and were outside for most of the day and had a great fucking day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not going to do that in the city. No, no, no. So am I saying that everyone should move away from the city? Fuck no. Everyone's wired a little differently, guys. And I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. If you're the type of person that loves to sit out near a babbling brook and just read a book, then maybe you should think about getting the fuck out of the city. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you should think about moving a little bit closer to a babbling brook. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, why can't we have these things, right? Why can't we have these things on more of a normal basis? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to go and stress out about it and not have it right then and there? I mean, you need to set your life up the best for you, mm-hmm. really. And like... We talked about it for about a year, about even moving up here. Before it was even an option, we talked about living up here. Yep. And you were for it because... Because I knew how I felt here. Yeah. And that's the thing. I Before Catelyn and I got together, I had never, ever once been to Cold Lake. Mm-hmm. I had never been this far north in my entire life. And for me to go ahead and say even a year ago that I was willing to move here, that's fucking huge because I had never been here. How would I, how could you, you can't even fathom how I was actually comfortable moving here when I had barely even been here before. But I just know how I feel. I feel less anxiety. I feel less stress. I feel less depressed. I feel better. I feel more me Mm -hmm. when I'm away from the city. See, that's the thing. One thing my dad's always said is like the city has... The beat, the heartbeat of the city is just way different. Mm-hmm. Everything's just calmer here. Yeah. And he was, I mean, my dad's a fucking genius, obviously. Like, Jesus. There's no other way to put it. Right? No. And, you know, even your dad has said this to me a few times, but in the summer, obviously, like, I mean, Cold Lake being this huge fucking lake, they get quite a few people that come out of town. And he said that he's had so many people ask, oh, are you a local? And when he says yes, they say, you are so lucky that you get to live here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I honestly, like we've only been here for a few weeks and I already feel so lucky that I get to be here and be so close to so many things that I enjoy. Yeah. And that's the thing. You guys got to find out what makes you happy. What makes you tick? Mm -hmm. If it is population density and things to do like that, like you want to go to buildings, you want to go be inside and see amazing things. 100%. Then that's your jam. Then do that. Exactly. If you, you know, want something a little bit, calmer you want to you know go wander out in the freaking forest for a little while you want to go have a fire i don't know yep. go out fishing maybe being in the city isn't for you who knows yeah. but everybody's journey is a little bit different everybody feels a little bit different well and it was so nice to be able to show you everything so i mean cold lake is 
one of the nicknames we have is Mini Fort Mac because we are an oil field town, but we're not open pit mining. We are SAG D. And if you don't know what that is, basically it's a, a way of taking the oil out of the ground without destroying the, the land. Like I took my first deer on oil field land. We were out fishing all around oil field. We literally drove onto a pad site and drove off it into the bush to go to this lake. Yeah. And you know what, guys? Okay, I'm going to have to post some of these pictures later because I took some some pictures while we were even just driving through the bush. And it was just freaking gorgeous. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. We're in an oil field town surrounded by like pad sites and plant sites and all this other shit. And you would have no idea because it is just so gorgeous here. Mm-hmm. Even with like the pipelines running above ground and all the pad sites and the pump jacks and the binging and the banging. And you know what? For someone, you wonder what? Wonder what? For someone who has worked in the oil field industry for as long as I have, for me to be going from in the office only ever getting to see like aerial footage of this type of stuff to actually getting it to see with my own eyes, that's pretty cool. Right. In itself. Yeah. For me. So, I mean, for us guys, we are the more quiet. We want to be more outdoorsy, stuff like that. And if the city's your jam, then that's the way you got to go. But Mm -hmm. do remember, though, there is a direct correlation with population density and anxiety. Mm -hmm. There sure is. So, yeah, you might be that person that loves that. But keep in mind. You might need a break every once in a while. Well, exactly. And keep in mind, you know, if your anxiety levels have been a little bit higher lately or you notice that being in the city has you with a Jesus Murphy. If you notice that being in the city, you have a higher level of anxiety. Maybe that's something to look into. Something to kind of pay a little bit more attention to. Yeah. And I mean, that's the funny part. Everyone's always calmer on vacation. But what makes vacation calmer? What makes vacation calmer for you? Is it the fact that you're away from your house and you don't have chores to do is it the fact that you get to adventure in a whole new place or is the fact that you get to eat and drink as much as you want it doesn't cost you any more than you already paid exactly figure that out and then maybe you can figure it out figure it out figure it out (laughs) once you get that figured out maybe you can start figuring out you know the rest of it yeah and figure out where your happy place is exactly like happy gilmore you gotta go to your happy place. go to your happy place happy place what it's all about (laughs) so yes down here we have found that our anxiety isn't dense and hard Mm -hmm. like it was in the city it's soft and fluffy like a pillow light and fluffy ah light and light and fluffy yes like a cloud Mm -hmm. like a cloud Uh uh-huh but not a dark cloud like depression yes (laughs) 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 you're welcome thank you thank you it's not a dark cloud it's a light cloud it's Mm -hmm. wonderful yep yeah, and that's what it's all about. I mean, that's what we figured out, and yeah. we're going to keep learning. And, you know, it's obviously like we're not never going to go to the city. We're going back to the city this weekend. Exactly. We're going to. Ooh, actually. Okay, quick update. <gasps> I'm going to the city on Wednesday because my wedding dress is in. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm really excited. I'm, I, I'm so fucking excited. I'm going to wear that dress for as long as I physically can. They're going to have to kick me out of the store. Okay. Yeah. Well, you are just staying at your mom. You can literally just wear it around the house. I probably will. Flourish. <laughs> <laughs> just going to be walking around the house going, flourish. Flourish. <laughs> Twirl. It's going to be great. It is. Yeah. It is. You're going to love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Should we uh, do some segments? Oh my god! Let's do some segments. That was terrifying. Well, you gonna start segments this time or what? Well, I mean, I just have a "Why I Love You." 
Ugh, why do I got to fill in all the blanks? Well, you don't have to. All right, give me, why do you love me? Why do I love you? Yeah, because I'm 34 and I'm older than you and it makes you feel young. Well, I mean, that's obviously great, <laughs> but no, that's not why I love you. Um, why I love you is I love how much you love to adventure. I love how outdoorsy you are. I just love how much joy nature and doing things outside brings you because it's always made me feel so happy. And I just love being with someone who appreciates it as much as I do. But the worst part about it, and you know what? I love that. Thank you so much. But one thing I will say about it is it wasn't always like that. Like in the city, when we first started dating, as adventurous as I am, I wasn't in the city. No, because that's the thing. Everything that you love to adventure, you can't really adventure in the city. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. that's the fucking problem that's why i don't like the city no but that's that's why i love you i love how outdoorsy you are and i love how much you love to adventure because so do i Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean obviously the more i can do it Mm -hmm. plus also you are a great freaking teacher that was my first time ever ice fishing i've only ever gone fishing a handful of times only ever with you and you're just like the most patient teacher ever here's the thing like yeah like we could rush through it and i could try to teach you everything but it's not gonna do you any good when i when we when we went out okay you want to know what you want to know what no 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 just a tip oh just a tip with catlin i know right we gotta really come up with like a theme song for that no that was beautiful let's just (sighs) keep it at that so anyway just my tip if you're training somebody so here's something that i've been doing my entire life is i've been training it's been a big part of my life and I've always had to bring in new people, whether it be in surveying or anything. But remember what it was like not knowing any of this shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when we went out ice fishing, I just said, no, I got it all. You just kind of watch, see what I'm doing. And if there's something you can hand me, I'll ask for it because mm-hmm. you've never been ice fishing before. Yeah. You don't know that we got to drill the hole, shovel the snow, set up the hut, bring everything in the hut, set up the heater, get everything closed up, adjust the pan cam, make sure we can see everything and then start fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know all of the lead up. Mm-hmm. So you just know about sitting in the chair and getting your hook wet. Yeah. Yeah. Washing your part. hook. Wash that hook. Wash it. But yeah. So whenever you're training somebody or you're trying to explain something to somebody, Keep it simple and keep it calm. Like, just don't lose your shit over it. I think that's part of the biggest problem is like terminology and everything is also something you got to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, as a surveyor, I've been doing it for, I mean, shit, I'm coming up to 20 some years. Holy. No. No, that's not coming up to 20. There you go. Coming up. I'm like 16 years in. So I've been using these terms like tripod. You know what I mean? Tri rack. <laughs> I was really thinking there was going to be more of that sentence. There is. Pogo. Trap monopod. You know, like all these things are, are things that if I was in the field and I said, hey, go set up that tripod and tri rack over top of that with a minus 34 offset prison. You'd be like, fuck you. What? Like, okay, but how much of that was English? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So you got to be like, no, grab the three legged thing. Grab the thing that clips on top of it and one of those circle things that have glass in it and put that all together. And then I'll show you how to set it up. That's how you have to do these things. You got to make sure you keep it simple, stupid. Ah, I like that. Keep it simple, stupid. I mean, you don't have to be convoluted and pretend like you're the smartest person in the room. Yeah, there's no need for that. No, Honestly, you're not going to be helping anybody by doing that. They're not going to learn shit. Right? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. That's my tip. 
that's your tip yeah for training i mean i think that's a tip that can go i mean that's that's probably one of the biggest tips i could ever give mm-hmm. because it is something like you get people that are brand new to something and they're just lost and until you really dumb it down and yeah unfortunately that's what it is you got to dumb it down for them and once they get it they get it yep exactly yep but you know what i i appreciate the way that you do dumb things down for lack of a better way of putting it because it's just it's so much easier for me to learn and i also don't feel like an idiot if i ask questions or anything either yeah well you shouldn't there's no such thing as a stupid question Mm-hmm. Just stupid people. Yes. So anyway. Anyway. Why I love you. Uh-huh. Because you're willing to try all this shit. You know, you knew that just from what I said that, you know, if the lake's going to crack, that big boom, it's fine. It's so cold out, it has to. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're like, okay. Yep. Cool. Well, and you know what? It could... It also helped that, like, the hole's right in front of me. I'm staring right down into the hole. And if there was ever going to be, like, this big, huge crack, I feel like I could actually see it. You might. Or, you know, like, you could actually, you know, like, see the waves or something if, like, a piece of chunk of ice fell through or shit. Like, yeah. I feel like there would be some sort of something that I'd be able to notice. Yeah. But. Other than the giant crack. S- still. But, like, <laughs> that's the fact of the matter is you're just like, no, I trust you. It's mm-hmm. good. I'm, yeah. go- I'm fine with it. Yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. And we just went out. We had a fun time. And, you know, you just took it for what it was and you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Honestly, that's probably one of the best days I've had in a uh, fuck, long time. Right? Very long time. I know, right? It's yeah. so simple. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what it's all about, guys. It's all about finding that thing that relaxes you, mm-hmm. lets you take your, catch your breath. And for me, that's always been fishing and hunting. I mean, I've said that since the start of this podcast. It's something Mm -hmm. that I get a lot of joy out of, and it really helps me reset. And now that I have access to it whenever the hell I want, Mm -hmm. I mean, shit, we could go load up the truck and go fishing right now. Yeah, we could if we really wanted to. It's too cold. Yeah. Well, Well, no, it's never too cold, but you know what? It's too late in the day. By the time we got out there and got everything set up. No, then we'd be out there for walleye fishing. Don't you worry. Doesn't matter day or night, there's still fish swimming. But... (laughs) I've decided today we're not going to. All right. That's, that's cool. fine. That's cool, boo. It's good with you? Yeah. It's good with me. Wonderful. So, yeah, guys. I mean, obviously, that's going to be the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's That kind of wraps us up. Uh, wraps but we want to know from you guys, what, in your opinion, works best for you? Are you the type of person that enjoys population density mm-hmm. or not? Do you like the hustle and bustle of the city? Do you like being busy and feeling that heartbeat in the city because don't get me wrong i love being busy too i i have a hard time not being busy yes you do that's been something that's very obvious but i do not like the hustle and bustle of the city no you so, like being busy in different ways than yeah. city busy yeah. yeah i'm okay with a honeydew list busy mm-hmm. yeah and well, you do a really good job of that <laughs> thank you <laughs> i'm really good at making lists but we want to know so hit us up how the number two Love Me Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and, and at gmail.com. And with that, guys, we're going to close it off. Yep, we're going to wrap it up from here. Hope you guys have a great week and figure out what makes you guys happy. Mm-hmm. Find your know. happy place. Let us know what your happy place is. We'd love to hear about it. All right. That is all. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.